From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, January 14th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Protesters in Tunisia demanded change. Today, they got it. The country's president has fled after 23 years in power. Also ahead, the U.S. urges China to do more on human rights. As a founding member of the United Nations, China has committed to respecting the rights of all its citizens. Also, a beautiful mountain region in Brazil struggles to cope with deadly mudslides. A wonderful place, completely wrecked. It's the classic case of trouble in the paradise. Now, this news. BBC News with David Legg. The Tunisian President Zin al-Abidine Ben Ali has been forced from power after a month of protests over unemployment and high food prices. The announcement was made on state TV by the Prime Minister Mohamed Ghanoushi, who said he was now assuming power. He said that Mr Ben Ali was temporarily unable to exercise his duties and called for all Tunisians to unite. And I promise throughout the period in which I assume this responsibility to respect the law and to carry out the political, economic and social reforms that have been announced. It's still not clear where the former president is, but there are reports that his plane is expected to land in Paris after leaving Tunisia. Mr Ben Ali's resignation came shortly after he sacked his cabinet and declared a state of emergency and overnight curfew, an apparent response to a mass march through the capital, Tunis. Many have already defied the curfew to celebrate President Ben Ali being ousted after 23 years in power. Our correspondent, Wirra Davis, has been following the day's events in Tunis. At least five people were reported to have been killed today. In recent weeks, more than 60 people have been killed. Then we had dramatic announcements this afternoon. First, um, the state of emergency was announced, which uh, has a very uh, draconian curfew from five in the evening till seven in the morning. And then just after that, the president resigned. And there are people now in the suburbs, out on the streets, um, celebrating uh, to a degree. Uh, they're, they're still not sure what is to come, but they have got what they wanted. All these protesters didn't want half platitudes. They didn't want uh, political reform in two or three years' time. They wanted um, a man they, they basically hated. They wanted him to resign. The events in Tunisia are being watched closely by countries throughout North Africa and the Arab world, as Magdi Abdelhadi of our Middle East desk reports. This is unprecedented. For the first time in, the, in the, the, the modern history of the Arab world, the people rise up against a man. They believe he's a dictator who's run a police state, and they succeed in bringing him down. So this has been an exceptional day, watched with a great deal of excitement and trepidation, depending on who's watching, of course, in Algeria, in Libya, in Egypt, in Morocco, in all other Arab countries. So an historic day by all accounts. In other news, continuing heavy rain is slowing down rescue work in southeastern Brazil, where flooding and landslides have killed more than 500 people. In Teresopolis, one of the worst-hit towns, helicopters were grounded, making it difficult to reach hillside neighbourhoods cut off by rivers of mud. The governor of Rio de Janeiro State said more rain was likely over the next few days. World News from the BBC. 
A senior Pakistan